0: Hello, my name is Ken, and I want to welcome you back to Deep Waters. This podcast is brought to you by Applied Strengths Ministry, where we believe working together in our strengths is the effect of working out the will and calling of God in our lives. The title of this message is Church Zombies, and I'm still not so far off, right? This is a five-part series of which this is a second episode. Now hold up, this can't possibly be referring to me, right? If you remember in the last episode, we were referring to Romans, where it said there's no one who does good. No, not one. Why, my feet are not swift to shed blood. On and on. But stop for a minute. At one point in time, this was you. If you had a radical revival, spirit-filled, great awakening for, salvation experience, then perhaps none of this applies to you anymore. And if so, I would expect to hear about you on the Fox network, and even CNN, although they prefer the evil sensationalism over the movie of God most any day. Matthew 15:18 through 19 But those things which proceed out of the mouth come from the heart, and they defile a man. Sounds like Matthew is making the assumption that what comes out of my mouth will be defiling. Maybe he will lighten up. Verse 19. For out of the heart proceed evil thoughts, murders, adulteries, fornications, thefts, false witness, blasphemies. Sounds like Satan's kids are angry. Before you were saved, if in fact you are now, this is a description a very accurate description of your heart. This is why you didn't belong in a church before you got authentically born again. James 3, 1-10 My brethren, let not many of you become teachers knowing that we shall receive a stricter judgment. Well, it looks like James is taking a detour. So you want to be a teacher? You had better be sure you are called and equipped for the task. Jesus laid the foundation for those who want to teach. He didn't do so to scare people off from teaching. For if that were true, many who are now teaching would and should melt away. I do not believe he is talking about the false teacher here either. They are already in judgment because of their non-blood-covered sins. But Jesus knew in advance that too many of the church folk would think that they are qualified to teach, which could unintentionally leave vacancies in other positions that they should actually be filling. So if you think your heart and motivation is pure, even after you got saved, then surely you know something that Jesus was unaware of. Verse 2, For we stumble in many things. Think you see God clearly? Then why did someone who walked with him say such a thing? We go on. If anyone does not stumble in word, he is a perfect man, able to bridle the whole body. Indeed, we put bits in horses' mouths, that they may obey us. And we turn their whole body. Look also at ships, although they are so large and driven by fierce winds, For every kind of beast and bird, of reptile and creature of the sea, is tamed and has been tamed by mankind, but no man can tame the tongue. It is an unruly evil, full of deadly poison. With it we bless our God and Father, and with it we curse men who have been made in the similitude of God. Out of the same mouth proceed blessing and cursing. My brethren, these things ought not be so. Wow, James, did you need to include so many illustrations about my mouth and its many defects? You make me want to gargle. So now we are talking about the darn mouth again. Maybe when your mama told you to shut up, it would have been a blessing in disguise if you had actually done it. It seems as though we would be better off to stitch it closed with a straw hanging out the corner for eating and for mouth breathers. (laughs) Of course, I only mean that I should be the one doing this. What has helped me in the area of the mouth is to lock up my thoughts in my mind prison. My first and initial response is something I see or hear that might, in my mind, require a witty or cut-them-to-pieces response. My first and initial response is something I see or hear that might, in my mind, require a witty or cut-them-to-pieces response has to go to jail before I allow the thought from liquefying into words. I have prevented many a painful encounters and the need for word reversal, and oh, I guess some apologies at times. Something I don't do enough of anyways, due to this technique. And go ahead and leave this issue for a later date. But in doing so, you should know that God can't use a wild tongue in any position. He loves you and doesn't want to have to tell you to shut up all the time. Psalms 14, 1-3, The fool has said in his heart. So this is a preface in that you would be a fool which ultimately defines someone who says there is no God. So this is not for the believer in you, but to the unbeliever that existed in you before you got saved. We go on. There is no God. They are corrupt. They have done abominable works. There is none who does good. The Lord looks down from heaven upon the children of men to see if there are any who understand, who seek God. They have all turned aside. They have altogether become corrupt. There is none who does good, no, not one. Sounds a little like Romans 3, 10-18. through 18. Of course, because the believers of Jesus' day quoted the Old Testament Scripture all the time. And well, the Old Testament guys quoted each other as well. But in context, before you got saved, nothing you did was good. Remember when I said I included a lot of redundancy? They did back in the day as well. Psalm 53, 1-3. through 3. The fool has said in his heart, there is no God. They are corrupt, and have done abominable iniquity. There is none who does good. God looks down from heaven upon the children of men, to see if there are any who understand, who seek God. Every one of them has turned aside. They have together become corrupt. There is none who does good, no, not one. Let's blast through these next series of scriptures, and while we do, let's consider if any of these things remain in us. Funny that even today, I still hear people define their non-believer friends as a good person. Makes you wonder what insecurity is driving them to describe the other person that way. Tell your friends you think that they are a good person, and you may be delaying their salvation as they trip up on pride. Pride you may have activated with your crude assessment of their behavior. And here you thought you were just being nice. Ecclesiastes 7.20 For there is not a just man on earth who does good and does not sin. Ecclesiastes 9.3 This is an evil, and all that is done under the sun, That one thing happens to all. Truly the hearts of the sons of men are full of evil. Madness is in their hearts while they live. And after that they go to the dead. Genesis 6-5, Then the Lord saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth, and that every intent of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. Genesis 8:21 And the Lord smelled a soothing aroma. Then the Lord said in his heart, I will never again curse the ground for man's sake, although the imagination of man's heart is evil from his youth. Nor will I again destroy every living thing as I have done. Love wants you saved. Looks like we might need some love in the house. Ezekiel 18:23. Do I have any pleasure at all that the wicked should die? Says the Lord God, and not that he should turn from his ways and live. Ezekiel 18:32. For I have no pleasure in the death of one who dies, says the Lord God. Therefore turn and live. Now, he's not talking about your short-term death. He's not talking about that. He's talking about an eternal separation from him. This is a death everybody should be afraid of. Second Peter 3, 9. The Lord is not slack concerning his promise, as some count slackness, but is long-suffering towards us, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. Matthew eighteen fourteen, Even so, it is not the will of your Father who is in heaven, that one of these little ones should perish. 1 Timothy two, three through four. For this is good and acceptable in the sight of our God, our Saviour, who desires all men to be saved, and to come to the knowledge of the truth. John three sixteen, for God so loved the world, that he gave his only begotten Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Well that's a great place to end episode two. Remember, it's not what you find wrong or disagree with regarding these messages, but what you can take away from it. Together, we can do more to impact the kingdom than if we work alone. Let's flip the script and kill, still, and destroy the works of the enemy and create space for the light of lights to shine through into people's lives. Plant a seed and click on the like and subscribe button. Let's build this ministry together. Thanks and see you next time in Deep Water.